All right, we are back. On this program, we like to do obituaries from time to time because we think there are many lives out there that are worthy of talking about. And this, of course, has to be true about the notorious, infamous mass murderer, Osama bin Laden. This is a very bad guy, and I, uh, I don't mind saying I'm glad he's dead. I'm especially grateful for the fact that he was, in fact, shot dead by Navy SEALs and not brought back to be put on trial. Seems that the uh, evidence of his guilt is rather overwhelming, and having to prove it in a court of law, well, I just don't think it was necessary. And if you contemplate the headaches that would have been involved in such an endeavor, and the huge amount of money that would have been uh, gathered up by some team of lawyers, and of course, I, I can't even, even in this somber discussion, I can't help but inject a slight bit of levity from Mark Evanier's website, which pointed out that a jury trial is always problematic and probably a bad idea in bin Laden's case because, said Mark, suppose he got the OJ jury. Because there's so many side issues involved with Osama bin Laden, it's like, where to begin? We could do a whole hour on that topic alone. Apparently, the person who built the home in, in Pakistan where uh, bin Laden met his end, apparently that data did come out of Guantanamo uh, interrogations, but did they involve torture? Did they involve waterboarding? Uh, I would suggest uh, probably not. We don't have any evidence to the contrary. And... And uh, even if they did gain useful information from the use of waterboarding, there's still no excuse for what has taken place in Guantanamo. Mr. McVillan reports to me that apparently the White House has admitted that uh, information valuable to, to, uh, to this operation against bin Laden was not, in fact, derived from uh, torture-slash-waterboarding efforts. I hope this brings some closure to the people who uh, suffered not only on 9-11, but in the attacks on the embassies in Africa, in Nairobi, in... in uh, Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. Also, the people that were attacked at the uh, the USS Cole, as well as the Kobar Towers attack on military personnel back in 1996. Uh, this correspondent considered uh, for a time going to work in Saudi Arabia after being pitched very heavily by an individual uh, from Vacaville doing some intelligence work or doing doing some security work over there. I was quite concerned about the likes of, of Islamic fundamentalism. Uh, exemplified by bin Laden back in the late 1990s. So by the way, when I hear uh, that uh, the Bush administration just had no idea this guy was trouble in 2001 or that, uh, you know, that um, they had other things to spend their, their time on intelligence-wise, at least that's what Richard Clark has to say about the Bush administration. Well, I, I just find that a little hard to believe. In our disgust over the Bush administration's launching a stupid war in Iraq that has achieved uh, not very much so far. We did numerous shows where we gave you the Osama count, how many days it had been since 9-11 where Osama had still been not brought to justice, and thankfully we'll never have to do that anymore. The, the final tally was 3,519. Of course, we're still in Iraq, a war that makes uh, no sense regarding what happened in 9-11, regarding al-Qaeda, regarding uh, efforts to get the Taliban out, etc., etc., but I think we'll let that one go today and just say, you know, he was a bad guy, a perverter of Islam. And I'm sad to see in this country how much anti-Muslim sentiment has uh, come out of this so-called war on terror. But I hope that now the healing can begin. All right, that about does it for today's program. Our thanks to Dr. Douglas Perednia. He'll be back on the show. You can bet on that one. Can't recommend his book highly enough, Overhauling America's Healthcare Machine. This program was produced by Edward McMillan. You're listening to Radio Parallax. I'm Douglas Everett. We'll see you next week at the same time where we may or may not continue our discussion on health care. 
We can maybe do it on alternate weeks for the next next month. To steal a line from Dr. Dean Adele, I would say, everybody, be well.